Hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Eating with Clarity podcast. Today's reading is from a listener, Vidya, and she asked a strong question. How can I move forward and be of service? Yi answered with hexagram 8, seeking union, with no changing lines. I really enjoyed exploring and sharing this reading, because it seems to me to be a lovely example of the Oracle's great kindness. It's speaking to someone who's been through a very hard time, and it does that in two ways. It acknowledges her experience, especially through the sequence of hexagrams and also the nuclear hexagram. It gives her that sense of being seen that is really quite extraordinary when it comes from an oracle. And it also reassures her that things are changing and gives her new images to think in that help to make that change real and tangible and available for her. Also, I think part of Yi's kindness here lies in giving Vidya a single hexagram. It makes the answer simple and memorable, what I call a portable answer, one you can easily pick up and take with you. It also allows us space to explore the whole realm of the hexagram, all its pictures and stories and relationships, so we get a good look at it from all angles, though without losing the simplicity and directness of the answer. Here's the reading. Okay, um, thank you for bringing your reading. Thank and you for answering me. <laughs> no problem. It's a good question. How can I move forward and be of service? Uh, do you want to say a bit about why you're asking that now? Because I, 12 years ago, approximately started a bit before that, but everything started shutting down mm-hmm. uh, over a process of um, four or five years, and it continued up until this time. Like no friends, no work, work fell away, no income, barely. Um, Nothing to hold on to. So there was a long period of deep grief and grasping, of course, and trying to make things happen. Um, so, so, I, and I, I was kind of spit out of the spiritual. I did a lot of really intense meditation retreats and practices, and I was spit out of that over and over again, until it finally mm. one event made it really, really clear to me. So I was constantly just brought back to myself Um, Mm. i try to connect to have different kind of help with people but nothing worked out the only thing that worked out was the itching that's been of uh, incredible support i don't think Mm. i would be sitting here today talking to you if it hadn't been for itching Mm. yeah It doesn't give up, does it? It doesn't go away. It is always there. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> mm. exactly. yeah. yeah. And do you, do you feel that things are shifting now? Things are changing? The, well, it has for some while because mm. I've gone through some incredibly harrowing experiences since 2015. And it was like I had to uh, practice being in this shock state over and over again. Mm. Um, and letting the, I, I, you know, over and over again, I try to find the exit and find the solution to the situation. But 
more and more I saw that the situation is here to transform me. There is no exit. There is no solution. I'd, um, so the more I was able to do that, uh, but it was so messy and scary and traumatic and mm-hmm. nobody to talk to again except for eating. So, um, yeah. so now all of a sudden I can feel that that's leaving. So it's like the first time I have capacity um, to take allow life to influence me in a whole new way mm. to integrate and work with it in a whole new way yeah um, you asked a tremendously positive question how can i move forward and be of service yeah. that's a lovely question um mm. i've got this quite lovely and very short answer just just hexagram eight no changing lines right Right. You, you, yeah. So hexagram eight, seeking union or belonging. I mean, that's a that's a really short answer. You can move forward and be of service by seeking union or by belonging. Um, okay, that's that's basically the end of the reading. I hope you enjoyed it. I mean, that's that's right. Exactly. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope that helped. Um, and the fact that it has no changing lines, um, it makes it emphatic. It's kind of like an exclamation mark on the end saying, uh, seek union, belong. This is how it's done. And also, I think it kind of hands it back to you and says, uh, emphasizes what's true of the hexagram anyway, which is that you choose where you belong, you choose with whom. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've made many efforts, but nothing has really changed. Hmm. It's like I I keep, it's like I'm walking in the dark woods and I don't know. Um, So I just kind of resign that I don't do that. I don't know. I can't figure it out. Um. Because it's just been dead ends. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe, um, yeah, maybe hopefully the hexagram will give you ideas about where to start with that. Um, and the, the character, the name of the hexagram, B, I don't know if you, you can probably see it in your I Ching book. It simply shows two human figures kind of as if they're spooned together, one following the other. Um, and it means it means associating and joining and joining forces and becoming allies and and it means things that go together and match it it, uh, it kind of reminds me of me trying to sort out my odd socks and lining them all up alongside one another along the bed to see which ones look the, which ones go yeah you know, it's put, putting things close together to see what belongs um right yeah, it's um, maybe important to see what it isn't. Because I think especially when you have been through some really hard times, um, this hexagram's way of being would be quite different and quite alien. I mean, what it isn't is the hexagram before, which is probably where you've been, which is seven, the army. 
and the contrast between the two says, seeking union means delight and the army means grieving. Which, I, I think there are two ways to see that. One is that, obviously, when armies march, they bring grief, um, and finding a place where you belong brings delight. And the other is that I think these are the causes of them. This is what drives them, that an army comes together in response to grief. It says, that grieves me, so I'll fight it. And then it's driven by this sense of necessity. Um, okay, this is, this is wrong. I'm going to organize myself. I'm going to gather all my resources. Um, I will be disciplined. I will do what's necessary. I'll get through this. I'll get it done. I'll narrow my focus. Um, I'll, you know, onward. I don't like it. I just have to go ahead and do it left, right, left, right. You know, you, you march in and, <laughs> Is this ringing bells? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's, um, you know, it's very, it's very focused and very powerful. It, uh, Hexagram 7 has a single yang line, a single strong line in the second place at the inner center. And the trigram picture this makes is of water under the earth. So all the water, all the emotional energy has sunk in and narrowed down and gathered together, and it's creating this fierce momentum. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah that's, that's my normal way of operating in one way. This ah. is how the personality is <laughs> wired. Like I can yes. create yeah. revolutions and gather people and make mountains move, that kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's the campaign objective, and we're going. You know, all the energy is going that way, and we're shifting that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it doesn't kind of, doesn't really matter how we feel about it because that's what needs doing. So, onward. Yeah. yeah. Except that that hasn't worked for the last <laughs> fifteen mm. years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that can often be a problem with hexagram seven, except that it hasn't worked. Yeah. Um, Seeking union means delight. That's a completely different driver. What delights you? What inspires you? What makes you happy? Um, you know, in, so the motivator, instead of saying, well, I'm not having that. It won't do. I'm going to go out and sort it out. It says, oh, yes. Yes, this is what I want. This is where I want to be. I'm going to build here. Um, and it's um really it's quite special and eye opening and um and full of joy when that arrives. I had this hexagram very recently in the background when um after a particularly crap year um I had a week um on an orchestral course um meeting a bunch of people who are every bit as lunatic and bats about playing their instruments and making their music as I am. Um, and Hexagram 8 was in the background for that. Um, and it really was a case of, you know, this is, uh, yeah, these are, these are my people. This is where I belong. I can have this. Wow. <laughs> it's absolutely right. amazing. Yeah. Um, 
yes, yes, you know, the whole, the whole of you saying, yes, this, this is it. More of this, please. Um, so yeah, and the, the Yang line now is in the fifth place, surrounded by yin lines that are all drawn towards it as if, uh, you know, like iron filings to a magnet. Everything gets organized around this. But now it's on the outside. It's in the place of choice. So what's moving it is not the sense of necessity. This is what has to get done, but the sense of this is what I choose. And the trigram picture, this makes us as the water flowing over the earth, as rivers do, and as they, as the waters flow together naturally. Oh, yeah. If you get to go down to a beach, um, you can watch the rivulets coming together as they flow down the beach by themselves. No, nobody has to go and dig any channels. The water finds the other water and it flows together. Actually, if you don't get to go down to a beach, you can see it happen on window panes when it rains. <laughs> you know, two drops of water come together and they form a bigger drop of water and they do it by themselves. It's just, it's just yeah. how it works. And this can actually emerge from hexagram seven. I mean, it has to because hexagram seven came before. It's the sequence of hexagrams, which says that crowds, it says that hexagram seven, the army means crowds, and crowds naturally have occasion to seek union. So it's like you gather all the energy for the fight and it has to go somewhere. And where it goes is it, it looks for where it belongs. What will bring joy? Then there's the oracle, the actual core text of the thing. And that says, seeking union is good fortune. At the origin of oracle consultation, from the source, ever-flowing constancy, no mistake. Not at rest, coming on all sides, for the latecomer, pitfall. Um, which is quite long and somewhat cryptic and has a hidden story in it, so... Uh, should we unpack that a bit? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to start with the very simple, it starts with seeking union, good fortune, and it ends with for the late comer pitfall. And those are, those are opposite omens, you know, here's what's lucky, here's what's not lucky. Uh, seeking union is good fortune, belonging, committing, um, jumping in with both feet is good, being the late comer is not. And, yeah, I think Wilhelm, I may be misrepresenting him, but I seem to remember he describes this purely as a matter of timing. If you come to the group too late, it's kind of tough luck. In my experience, it's it's more a matter of attitude. I don't think there's a sort of point on the calendar or the clock where it's too late. I think it's more how much you want to in how how willing you are to engage. Um, okay, the bit in between, at the origin of oracle consultation from the source, ever-flowing constancy, no mistake. So yes, it's, it's tracing consultation of the oracle, and it's literally divination with stalks, so it's talking about this kind of oracle, because this is the, you know, the Yijing is the oracle that was first consulted with the arrow stalks, as far as I know. Right, um, right. Uh, it's tracing this back to its origins. So to start with, I think this is an invitation to you to, um, to consider why you ask. 
Right? You want to know how to move forward and be of service. There's something in you that feels this is important to know, that has this desire to move forward and find a place to be of service. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of saying, where are you coming from on this? That's not a question you sorry you have to answer now, but you can if you like. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah. No, I just feel like I have so much to give, mm. and I want, I need to be part of human society again. It's a mm. deep need. Mm. Um, but I, I think when you read, when you read, you know, the joy and plunging in with both feet and mm -hmm. I think that what comes up is this bit of disillusionment because I feel like I've tried this in different ways and everything just mm. feels like the energy just falls flat it doesn't matter what I try or so there's this kind of resignment I'm sitting sitting with mm. so sure I what I can say is it must be a matter of finding the right place and the right people. Um, yeah. Where your feeling is not, okay, I have to go in and make this work, but um, wow, this is what I want to join. It should feel easy, mm. shouldn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And it's just um, felt exhausting and tiring and like mm. this kind of lost in the woods feeling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is. There is a sense of loss at the heart of this and a sense of exhaustion. I will, I will come back to that, um, mm -hmm. at, at the end. Um, so that's the trouble with doing readings. Everything connects to everything else, but you can only say things one after another in a line. Yeah, so yeah, you'll yeah. have to sort of try okay, to put I'll it back together afterwards. <laughs> no, 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 please, please, yes, please talk. Um, so yeah, and it's why, why do you ask? Why is it important for you to know? And, that sense of where you're coming from with this is um, that's the source of the constant flow, the ever flowing constancy. That's where you where you find the energy to persist. And I think the point is that this desire in itself is um, this wanting to belong and wanting to have a meaningful shape to things. Um, that desire in itself is creative, it's generative, that creates momentum. Mm, that's a good it's point. A, mm, yeah. Um, and it's also what brings you to an oracle at all. And it's, yes, it's yes. actually interesting because you've talked about how important the Yijing has been to you. Um, and another way of reading this is it's talking about the origin of consulting the yi at all, which also has to do with seeking union. Um, because, you know, this oracle doesn't just say, um, yes, that's right or no, that's wrong. It says here, it's like this. Um, it's this kind of thing. Let me show you a picture. Let me give you an analogy. Um, let me show you the shape of it so you can see how it fits and whether it fits and so on. Yeah, and so you can see what it means. It speaks means. in symbols. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, so it shows you 
the shape of things and it shows you yes what things mean it's not just this binary yay yay or nay um and i think the desire for that is also creative and generative the desire to find meaning and shape to life um so it speaks of this and then it says no mistake not a mistake which is interesting as quite often and quite often the questions that bring us to the oracle are about something being wrong yeah you know i have this problem to solve there is this thing that needs fixing um please help out with this but yeah not not this time we're asking how to move forward and be of service and you have this underlying question and the desire to consult and that doesn't come from anything wrong. The origin of your search for meaning and belonging, it's good. <laughs> it's all, yeah, it's... Well, that's po- a really it's, good mm, point. Mm, yeah. It's, it's easy to kind of construe everything it's as a problem. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, no, that's so true. And mm-hmm. I, I also learned that, you know, it's often, very most times it's really just about asking the question and not mm-hmm. answering it, but living in that creative um, expanse, you know, where you don't have the answer, but it's a you live the answer, like instead yes. of answering mm. the answer, it has to be lived. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There is, a- and it's revealed, you know, from this almost like it's much more a visceral bodily experience. Um, yes. Or you may find that the whole of your life becomes an oracle and, uh, you know, the, exactly. something the bus driver says um, turns out to turn all the lights on or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that, mm. I've seen that many, many times in my life. Mm. And, but you put it really beautifully. Like your life becomes mm. the oracle. That's really, exactly, mm. that's exactly how yes. I see it. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a lovely quotation from Rilke, which I won't be able to remember. Um, think about cherishing the questions and living the questions. I must look that up for you. Um, because Rilke was right. amazing and he nailed it. Um, so, yes, yeah. so yes, having reassured you this, not a mistake, then it, um, shows you why it can be difficult and how it can go wrong. Not at rest coming on all sides. Um, the desire, the questioning, the need for meaning, it, it creates restlessness. There's still this sense of everything comes together here, and I suppose if it feels like a mistake, this could be why, because there is a constant question of, um, you know, choose, choose, where do you belong? Where are you coming from? Where are you headed? What's this about? <laughs> where am I? Um, and yeah, it's not restful. And then no, it says, right. yeah, and then it says how it can go wrong for the latecomer pitfall. You do have to choose and opt in somewhere. Um, and this is where the story comes in. Because this hexagram maybe probably has an allusion to the story of Yu the Great. He's the Chinese hero who conquered the floods. He didn't just do the easy thing and build a boat and sit on them until they went away. Um, he girded his loins and waded into the rivers um, and spent decades toiling to 
dam up some and and dig out new channels elsewhere until the waters were channeled to the sea and everybody could farm and live again. And he is uh, famous for for working exceptionally hard. Um, for working so hard he couldn't have a life, actually. It's quite a grim tale. Um, in the end, he conquered the floods, he banished assorted demons uh, to distant regions, and then he called the lords and spirits together to meet on a mountaintop to found a new world, a new way of life in this newly dried out country. Um, and he cast the nine sacred vessels and he founded the first Chinese dynasty. Um, the reason why anyone thinks this is connected to Hexagram 8 is because that line, not at rest coming on all sides, the thing I've translated on all sides is Fang, and that's the name of a wind spirit who is famous for coming late to use meeting on the mountaintop and being executed because he was late. So that would be misfortune for a latecomer, if you like. I, it's just my idea, so but I think resign. That's yeah. Yes, yes, and yeah. It's just my idea, but because he's a he's a wind spirit. This one, Fang Fang. I think um, I think of him as a demon of um, blowing to and fro, which is a quality of the wind of indecision, of. Um, hmm. Maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll join this one. Maybe it's right for me. Maybe it's not, not sure. Maybe over here. Well, let's hang around a bit and see how it goes before I jump in. Um, let's carry on sitting on this fence. And yeah, this is exactly what not to do. <laughs> it's exactly what ends disastrously. If you think about what you is doing here, the hard toil is done. The rivers are flowing naturally in their new courses down towards the sea, and now it's time to create this new world. And what he's doing is he's creating out of relationships, which is what the human world is made of. Everything is flowing together. It's all in Tao. Um, what belongs together is naturally coming together. It's also said that when he cast the sacred vessels, he made images of monsters on them so that people would recognize them and be able to travel and not be threatened by them, which reminds me of this idea of having an oracle that shows you pictures um, so you can see things and recognize them and say, oh, that belongs and this doesn't. Right. So, yeah, um, the world of relationships um, and the importance of being in it and being part of the creation and not sitting on fences, not keeping our option open, options open too much, not hesitating, but, but yeah, flowing in like, yes, like the pattern of the trigrams. Actually, mm, yeah. if you look two steps back in the sequence, um, and you know, we have, you have sort of leisure and space to do this because you've only got the one hexagram to look at. If you look two steps back, it makes an interesting pattern with those trigrams. Hexagram six has the water trigram as well, and hexagram six is arguing, and there's water below and heaven above. And the water and 
the water in heaven are pulling apart and yeah, it means arguing, it's conflict. Um and part of Chinese myth is the story of Gong Gong finding that he was not being made Lord of all creation or Lord of Heaven and um raging because of this and causing the flood waters to rise above the hills and swell towards heaven. So that so uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um that looks like those trigrams to me. Yeah, I I I'm, I know that trigram really well. Mm, that what water? That <laughs> because there was so much. Mm. Yeah, there was so it was so many years, you know, and, and nothing to do or hold on to, or and the grief of not being able to use any of the talents I had. I mean, it was immense. Mm. You know? Yes, and so the water was like all this grief that would come out of this. That was just flood. flood. Yes. Yes, and the way you were describing the situation earlier, I thought, I wonder if she had hexagram 29, you know, the one that is doubled water, because it uh, it sounded like that. And sometimes I think just seeing a lot of this trigram can indicate 29-ish experiences of yeah. there is nothing to hold on to and um, there, there's nothing solid and all you can... Except disaster. Oh yeah, there's some of that. There's some of those. Yes, <laughs> the and then oh yeah, and, there's always that. yes. Oh, and then there's another one. Oh, and oh look, here's another pit. Let's fall into that too. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm, exactly. Yes, yeah. that was the only consequence. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very. Well, that's amazing that you can go back in the mm. trigrams like that. Mm. And look, yes. Or the yes. Let me, like that yes, I got see. distracted. Um, I often do. That's um, amazing. Yes. Um, continuing the story. The floodwaters swell towards heaven, but then they are confined to the netherworld, to the underworld. So the waters are under the earth. Yes. Which is where they are in Hexagram 7. Yes. And these waters under the earth... Because I... Hmm. I just have to say that because I ended up spending a lot of time in, in like, the underworld, you know. Mm. The, this deep, deep-rooted, unconscious body emotional body that would come up and, mm -hmm. in, you know dreams and past life images and you know on and on so it's just a, a fascinating mm. what, what you're describing right yeah. Now. yeah and now now we come to hexagram eight and the water is flowing over the earth the combination of these three hexagrams together and your experience very very watery experience makes it sound like there's a sort of bigger question of here of where can the waters go? I remember that author I liked, Ernest Thompson Seaton, who talked about how um, builders and engineers who would dam up enormous lakes with, um, you know, in a blasé sort of way, that's, you know, just build a bigger dam. When they find flowing water, the tiniest rivulet, they treat it with the utmost respect. Um, because it's flowing, yeah. you can't just dam that up because it's going to carry on flowing. It has to go somewhere. And I think that's the quality of this trigram calm um, and view of this, this flow of emotional energy. It has to go somewhere. I, emotion contains the word motion, and as far as I know, it contains that meaning of movement. It's... Uh, I think it's it's kind of soul stuff. It's what you're made of. 
And yeah, Hexagram 8 is about this finding its way. Something which is, which happens naturally and easily and without effort. And if it's effortful, then you're in the wrong hexagram, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, it's this thing that is like in in the personality. There's still this piece left where I don't trust it if mm. it, if there's no effort in it. Yes, yeah, and there is there is practical advice in the image for this hexagram, and it's uh, not without effort, as in not doing anything. <laughs> without effort, at, without yeah, without effort, so. without yeah. effort, as in without struggle. I think that's what I mean. Um. The, That's right. Mm, the image authors said, above earth is the stream seeking union. The ancient kings founded countless cities for relationships with all the feudal lords. So yeah, that's pretty active. Founding cities, having cities built. Um, so it's, yeah, that's not just whatever connection happens to happen in the moment. Um, that's, you know, that's planned and industrious and thought out, but what they'll be thinking is where's a natural place for a city? Um, where do people naturally go? Where do people gather? Where will I connect with people? I think this goes with the trigrams of hexagram eight because people build cities along rivers and at the confluences of rivers where rivers flow together. Um, yeah. I think these features of the landscape reflect the natural behavior of people and that is where cities are um i think about what what a city is it's where everybody wants to be and where everybody gathers anyway you know if i have a goat to sell then uh, uh, probably no one in my village needs a goat but if i go to the city i'll find someone who needs a goat um so yeah um i'm for a, a slightly, slightly more modern example, an orchestra I used to play in. The cello section really is is really closely bonded. Um, when we uh, when we were rehearsing on our own, we would meet at somebody's house with cake. Um, there had to be cake. Um, and when, but I noticed when I stepped down as leader because I was leading leaving. Uh, the new leader very promptly created a WhatsApp group because that's where people already communicate. So now there's a, you know, this orchestra has a WhatsApp group for its cellos. Um, that's kind of a ex- modern example of founding a city to foster relationships, as it were. I wouldn't have thought of that. But everybody greeted it with delight. So <laughs> it was obviously the hexagrammate thing to do. Right. So yeah, it's um, you know where do your where do your people gather? Um, what can you sort of build into your life so that you will naturally meet people and connect with them? Um, yeah, so that you will see your friends and not just on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, I, I never go on Facebook, but <laughs> <laughs> that's an ex- probably an extremely good start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've lived such a hermit. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a certain amount of founding of cities. Um, mm. And okay. choosing, yeah. choosing your rivers to found them by. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I need the internet is a place to found, you know, to found cities nowadays. <laughs> you mean on what? What was the last thing you said? To found cities online? Or is that the, the, yeah, yes, yeah. That is a, it. Is a place where it happens now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, a little while ago, um, I mentioned that there is or there can be a sense of loss at the heart of this. So, yeah, before we stop, I should talk about that. It's the nuclear hexagram. Um, I don't know if you know what I mean by a nuclear hexagram, but I'll explain it anyway. You know that a hexagram is made of two trigrams. Um, but if you look closely at your hexagram, you can see that there's actually another two trigrams in there. Lines two, three, and four make a trigram, and so do lines three, four, and five. And if you take those two trigrams and uh, kind of unfold them from the centre of the hexagram, then, of course, they form another one. That's the true nuclear hexagram. And it represents kind of the, the heart of the experience of the hexagram or what it's about. It can be the inner work that's being expressed, being made manifest, being done in this hexagram. And for hexagram eight, somewhat puzzlingly at first sight, it's hexagram 23. It's nuclear is 23, which is stripping away. Those lines two, three, four are all yin. That's, um, that's the trigram kun, earth. And then three, four, five go yin, yin, yang, which makes the trigram mountain on top. So that's, um, mountain over the earth. Hexagram 23 stripping away. So there is this core experience. Two, eight, to seeking union of having things taken from you and having things peeled away. Um, I think it's because um, in a time of seeking union, there is no ready-made identity or purpose where you just slot in um, and you know what it is. Um, you don't already have um, the rules and, you know, and the place to go and the priorities and the, this is who I am and this is where I go. Nothing is, you know, just necessarily automatically like that because it always is and always has been. Um, nothing's ready-made for you. You only have this desire to belong. Um, so... It's, it's a blank slate, and so there's almost this sense of emptiness at the heart of it. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely, because uh, because it's a prerequisite for things to fr to flow freely. Yes, it's like, and that's what all these years has really been about. It's been about stripping. Because there's so many attachments, you know, for or mm. the, the 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 personality or the me wants things to be fulfilled. It wants to have connection and have experiences and has all these ideas and concepts. But it, that all comes from this constricted, tiny little constructed me that is just basically mm. based on lack. It's always lacking something. Um, mm. So in one way, you know, it was a constant practice of being willing to let things go 
and and sit and see what is here when nothing when there was no mm. spiritual practice anymore you know there was there was nothing which used to be my the thing i could hold on to was a spiritual practice and that i couldn't mm. do that anymore either so now when i'm sitting here talking with you i mean that makes total sense to me because mm. in one way i can sit here and i'm not really holding on to much anymore at all Mm. Um, yes so and what, things can flow freely yeah yeah and what you said about it being a prerequisite yes exactly that would be my next my next word for nuclear hexagrams that you need the i'm 23 it's kind of like um clearing the field yes. clearing the clearing the ground so that there's space for things to grow everything makes sense that is mm. so beautiful yeah it's yeah. amazing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, anyone would think there was something in this oracle, Lark, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, may- yeah, maybe we've been maybe we've been using it for these three these three thousand years because there's something in it. Um, it's funny how that works. Right, but, but at mm. least you're revealing all these different depths to me. That is just adding this. Like I'm just in awe. You know, it's incredible. Mm. Wow, it's, there's so it's many a- layers of insight to it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing, and because you have this single hexagram, I think it it kind of invites you to um, sit with the imagery. To yeah, I mean, yes, actually, I think I have homework for you. Go and find a river <laughs> or a brook and sit next to it, because <laughs> that will yeah, be doing. Yeah, that's hexa- another part of this story is mm. that I've, I've lived in the desert for twenty four years, and I tried desperately oh, to gosh. move, and it hasn't happened mm. either. So I'm so mm. ready. I'm so ready mm. to sit next to everything yes. and the body yes. of water. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because the you know, that's doing hexagramate all day. Um it knows how, so Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry? Um it it know it knows how to do it, so you can go and go yeah. and sit next to that and see how it's done. Um I'm sorry I missed are, that and sit next to that. What is, what do you sit, mean? Sit sit next sit next to the river and Learn how hexagram eight works. Yes, yes, I'm, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, we can dig into the concepts, but um, and tell the stories, and it all—it's all—and this is all good, and it's also good to see the pictures and feel the the sh- the energetic shape of the thing. Um, the inner story of it. Um, yeah, it begins with Earth also, um, with starting a journey and looking for a guide. And actually, it's right in your question, asking how to be of service. Where can I serve? And hence, where can I belong? And then there's the, yeah, the space, the inner space clearing of hexagram 23. Um, and, yeah, the trouble with space clearing is that it is no fun at all. <laughs> is it? It involves. Yeah, yeah I. Um, in the days but before, a I had satisfaction in it too mm. that I found. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. In the days before, I had a business. I used to watch. No, this is embarrassing. I used to watch daytime TV, um, and um, there was this sort of recurring thing of people doing house clearing and space clearing 
And it was, you know, there'll be different people every every time, but it was always the same story of um, someone goes in and says, no, you can throw all this stuff away. And they say, no, no, I can't. And it's all taken away anyway, and it's all in a skip or in a bonfire in the back garden or something. And they're weeping over all their stuff being taken out. Mm. And then, um, you know, everything, everything that's taken away is a wrench. It's, it's torn away from them and they really feel the loss. And then they have this open space and they create something new in it and it's amazing. And it was always this same story. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's the hexagram. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then there's this question of how to engage, um, how to opt in and find allies and join with them in a, wholehearted way go you know, build your cities yes i suppose there's no absolute promise that it, that it works first time out um but it's um it's a matter of being guided by delight what feels good what makes you happy um and not by this sense of well this has to get done duty yeah Mm, duty, yeah, that's a big one, not to be guided by. Mm. And so duty, yes. Mm. Yeah. But this kind of brings me to the end of the reading, really. Um, yeah. What are you, yeah, what are you taking away from it all? What, what jumps out at you from this lot? Well, you, you, in one way, you're just confirming in what I'm already sensing, but you're putting <laughs> words and images and emotions. It's like you're coloring in the picture for me with all these different Good. colors mm. and, and light. Um, so it gives me reassurance because, I, like I said earlier, there's just been mm -hmm. I ended up in this kind of resignation in a way because I have made efforts, mm. I have tried, I have, you know, mm. my sense of duty is duty is always to try and do that, you know. So it's hard work. Yeah, it, yes. it shouldn't. Mm, yes, it's it shouldn't be, should it? No. Not, I'm... So I think that's the trust in that that it doesn't mm. have to be hard work. It's like laying in that mm. stream. Although, although there, there is help, the trusting. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah. trust, trusting that there, that there is help. There are allies, and if this feels like a kind of solitary uphill struggle, then uh, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, there should be people there to help and join with. Um, yeah, I, I've talked. And I think to, it's I, happening right now in one way. Mm -hmm. You know, just yeah. for me to reach out and talk to you because this feels so right mm. so all of a sudden like this moment is an answer to that question in a way brilliant super yeah. um and, and there's a community of each in people on my website and they're lovely <laughs> this is, yes yes I yeah, here some, look mm. i'm just really bad mm. at navigating technical websites or, but i'll figure mm. it out i'll figure it out yeah yeah, e e email me. It may not be plain. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I've got, I've, um, gone into complex things, but I suppose, um, what I'd say is don't forget that it's a really simple answer. 
Remember, remember the one-word answer or two-word answer? How to move forward and be of service? Seek union. Um, how to move forward and be of service? Belong. Look for where you belong and opt in. And follow what makes you happy and, yeah, experience it as the as flow. This river. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you. So that was our reading for this month. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope perhaps it might cast some light on a reading of your own someday. Meanwhile, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do give it a nice rating and review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. It all helps more people to find the podcast, and I hope in the end that means more people find the Yijing. So thank you, and thank you for listening.